0: welcome back to the speedy AeroCast. i'm your host dan morin we're back and i am joined or have they left i don't know maybe we were maybe we split up i'm not sure it's confusing my friends my good friends my co-hosts my partners in crime john moltz is here toss me a gun <laughs> yeah oh yeah i'll toss you a gun uh guy english is also here guy do we have a sponsor this week
1: we do. Uh, actually, this is, <laughs> this is a legitimate thing that I want you to go buy, but it's not actually a sponsor. Uh, our new best friend on the internet, uh, Sarah Tarkov, has, and she's a story editor on this very episode she writes for Arrow, has a new book out called Sinless, and you should go buy it. Definitely.
0: I feel guilty because I didn't buy it, but they had free copies at the science fiction writing convention I was at this weekend, so <laughs> oh, I Oh, you one. grabbed it? Yeah. Awesome. I have a, okay, it's that's It's on my coffee table right now.
1: So Dan Dantic? Well, Well, yeah. so, and the, the <laughs> incredibly... one, John. Yeah, I'm not a complete <laughs> jerk. <laughs> so, the other thing is the, the incredibly influential... I mean, this is up with, like, Oprah's book club, is uh, the... Bit, if Book Club on sure. Goodreads. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um has now officially added uh Sinless as required reading. Excellent. Mm-hmm. As of as of this afternoon when I came up with this <laughs> hilarious joke, <but laughs> it's not a joke. You go buy a yeah, joke. Could, yeah.
2: yeah, no, true yeah. actual book, actual person. Uh yeah. actually added at Twitter. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So
1: also, uh Dan, John and I are gonna be going our own way. Oh man. <laughs> so <laughs> Thanks for all of the hard work. We we're to, to make set up this some a for the rest is of the this, season. Is this because yeah.
2: I
0: recorded all my calls with you? Yes. And then posted them on the internet? <laughs> right. that, that was a little creepy. Is that, a trust anymore. Is, is that what happened there?
2: Just can't trust you. Every time I talk to you, you're, you record be recorded and you post true. it on the internet. That's
0: true. I, You know, it's the best way to cover my
2: ass. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, we are here to talk about season six, episode ten. The best way to Arrow. come to your
2: ass is Mac. Well, anyway, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the presenting sponsor. Uh, we're here to talk about Arrow season six, episode ten, divided. Uh, look forward to next week's episode, multiplied.
1: <laughs> Which is what Blue Apron will do. <laughs> square root <for> your <laughs> meal
2: ideas. <laughs> <laughs> there are now we We're giving the goods away here. Yeah. uh i will point Speaking out, about giving the good we way, just Casper mattresses. just beep all those beep all those yeah i oh, do yeah. want to uh
0: i do want to point out because i'm amused by it uh i was just looking at the list of arrow episodes for season six and they have the next few titles in there and episode 13 is called the devil's greatest trick yeah do you know who that's written by uh it's written by our presenting sponsor yeah it is it's co-written
2: by sarah tarkoff
0: and
1: nice yeah yeah, no, See? Cool. I did my homework. I never do my homework.
2: I, that's weird. I didn't do any. Of well, actually, I did some
0: homework. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you, did. You, did. Homework. you took all the notes. Speaking <laughs> of which, right. yes, uh, I believe John took the requisite notes for this week. I I tried. I started taking notes as well, but John pointed out that he had already taken notes. And so I wrote I was like,
2: like <laughs> I wrote like I don't know why we go through this game <laughs> like I have notes I will also take notes Why would you take notes I have already taken notes well, I am
0: saying that, that I will do the But <laughs> Sometimes I take notes so I remember things I want to talk about
2: <laughs> Well like later that, that I understand Just don't don't think you're doing the recap because I called I,
0: it You're fine Okay
2: Okay
1: It's cool. Wow
0: I didn't know it was so contentious. So I I I figured it was the work no one wanted to do. <laughs> Since 2018 so is
1: not off to a good start, guys. We got- <laughs>
0: uh, I'm going to go my separate I take away way, guys. I just want to let seriously. you know. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go form my own
1: team somewhere else. Yeah. I don't know. Point. It's so weird because we had such warm and fuzzies while we were doing the cheers shows. And now, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> right, well, hey, really really expired all our goodwill there. Mm-hmm. All
2: right, John. Take it away. Okay. All right. Black Siren, Caden James, and the other guy uh, visit Huntress's evil cousin, I guess, uh, to buy out his shipping business. So, uh, what's his name? Somebody, Bertinelli, I forget his name. But um, anyway, we have a member of the Bertinelli crime syndicate. Uh, Oliver seems to think that he, Felicity, and Diggle can handle Caden James. Thea chats with Quentin and gets back on the mayoral staff. That was quick. Curtis and Felicity put a chip into Diggle, prompting weird feedback in the bunker, which Curtis says is probably nothing. (laughs) Come on, (laughs) Curtis. Your surround sound system is just acting up again. (laughs) It's that damn Alexa. Uh, Bunker security still sucks in 2018. The chip doesn't quite work yet, so they have to take it back out. And the feedback continues, and Felicity finally gets it, so she lets Oliver know what's going on. Vigilante, meanwhile, is sending bad guys to prison now instead of the morgue to get into Dinah's good graces. Bert Nelly wants to do an enemy of my enemy thing with uh, the arrow, and he even makes a Batman reference to try to sweeten the deal. He gives them the security footage, and they get Caden James' license plate number. I'm surprised it was that hard to get, but that, there it is. Renee suggests to Curtis that he just log, that, you know, that Gr- Curtis could just log into the DA system and delete the files that they have on him that are leverage against him and Curtis, uh, well, Yeah, and Curtis agrees. Dinah and Vigilante have a kind of a date that's interrupted when Vigilante gets a text. Oliver heads off solo to get Caden James. There's no way this can go wrong. Uh, Oh, but it does. Ollie manages to get away, though, after only suffering some posturing, including from Vigilante, who he now knows is working with uh, the bad guys. Diggle thinks they should get the team back together, but Ollie's being all Ollie about the thing, and will only share the intelligence that they've gathered. Quentin, meanwhile, wants to redeem Laurel. Diggle and... uh, Diggle and Laurel let Dinah, Curtis, and Renee know... And heavy sigh. Wait, no, Diggle. That's not right. That's not did you, Diggle. Did you take Diggle and Felicity. Diggle, I think it's Diggle and Felicity. Let Dinah, Curtis, and Renee know uh, about what what's been going on. And heavy sigh because the reaction is you know basically as you would expect. Uh, Dinah tries to take vigilante, uh, but in but it uh, doesn't go well. Diggle and Oliver are planting charges. Meanwhile, and Oliver is still on his bullshit. Curtis is hacking into the DA's files and finds their evidence evidence against Renee. Looks like Caden James handed the feds the evidence from a bunker recording. Dinah bursts in and suggests that they go after Caden themselves, and they form Team non Arrow. Ollie, Diggle, and Felicity stage a scene in the bunker as bait for Caden James. Ricardo Diaz, that's that guy's name, shows and fight, fight, fight. Uh, Siren shows up then, but Diggle has some remote-controlled T-spheres that he's flying from the bunker, or, or, or temporary bunker. Anatoly and Vigilante show up. More fight, fight, fight. Ollie's on the ground, and Caden James shows up. And Bert Nelly tries to pull the old double switcheroo, switch sides, uh, and is about to shoot Oliver, but Oliver blows the charges and, and gets away. And then, uh, uh, Bert gets murdered by one of the henchmen. The bunker is now debugged and Oliver is finally off his bullshit but it's too late because the other guys have already formed team non-iron how the jackets made and they even have their own bunker which is the the place that helix used to meet uh, but we still get a happy ending because felicity puts curtis's latest chip in diggle and yahtzee it works
0: that is so a sweet there. scene by the way where yes. oliver throws him a gun and he's like right. i remember how to use guns <laughs> I thought Wait, he was seriously? just going to shoot something randomly in the bunker. <laughs> hilarious. I thought he was going to shoot something, terrible. too, yeah. Like, all of a sudden, like, a target pops up or, like, a tennis ball drops, <laughs> and he's like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> uh, I
2: uh,
0: I have some comments. Uh, yeah. uh, first of all, do either of you watch Travelers? Mm-hmm. Do you recognize the Bertinelli guy? He's, um... Oh. What's his name? No. He's the, the other FBI agent... Who butts heads with Eric McCormick's character yes. a bunch of times. Okay. Yep. It was like, he looks right. much more slovenly in that show.
2: Yes, right. But it's the, Van- he's, the, the he, Vancouver... he's one of the ill-behaved tra- he's one of the ill-behaved travelers, right? Yes, yes. He's a he's um, from the Vancouver... But he's not he's he's not one of the faction. No,
0: no. Yeah. He's a Vancouver
2: uh, acting pool is what I'm thinking yeah, of right now. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I was I by really that. like
1: that guy and uh, they, they pick him up more... under an under underpass <laughs> an overpass. Uh, I liked him more than most of the other Bertinelli stand-ins. Or he had a little more cadets. depth to him, and he had a little more character. Like, yeah, and he's like, "Look, I'm here because I just kind of inherited the whole mess." <laughs> and he's gone, <laughs> and he goes with Ollie, and then like, I think he's like, "Fine, just take the docks. I don't care. I'll walk away." So, yeah, like um, they're like threatening they, they, his daughter, right? So he's like, "Yeah, like you know I have what? a, I, don't care I have a, I have a hard time being thinking that this guy is a bad guy. He's just trying to, like, what does he care if?" you know the green arrow takes a bullet in the head it's not he just wants out of this bad situation right so, uh, that, you know i was surprised at
0: the number of um huntress references in this episode there were mm-hmm. several like from the yes. opening scene he's like let's name that ship the huntress after my cousin <laughs> yeah <laughs> guns.
1: that was like uh, yeah that was a little bit of a heavy hand
0: but then later yeah. on, they had the best moment of it, which is like, you know, where uh, Felicity. Felicity and, and yeah. Diggle are talking, and they're like, hey, you really want to get in bed with the Bertinelli? It's like, I remember the last time you got <laughs> in bed with the
1: Bertinelli. <laughs> that yeah. was a good line. It, <laughs> it was a good line. Yeah. It didn't I, go her, well. Did, I didn't hear her follow. Oh, it didn't go well. Was she intentionally... Like it? I ran it back a couple times because I
0: had trouble with hearing, and the, uh, yeah. the the caption says I have a long memory for those sort of things. Okay, oh, that's what okay, it was. Okay. That's the so like intentionalist. I don't know yeah. if it's the sound mix in the CW app or just the CW sound mixing in general, but I have there are a lot of times I find it gets kind of muddy, and I have to run stuff back. Yeah, I trying, thought it was like me. I, I heard,
1: I misheard like I three things this episode. Yeah, yeah I, I, I run watched it again, and I just stopped caring because
0: like sometimes i'm like was that important (laughs) um yeah so i had that uh i do the i the new title sequence um has some of the icons are now in red yeah for the uh break off splinter team which was kind of interesting uh i enjoy (laughs) not only does quentin look at a photo album a photo album of actual photos (laughs) because that's very quentin to me uh, I absolutely love the fact that the picture of Alex Kingston uh, as Laurel's mom is clearly a still taken from an episode with Alex Kingston in it. <laughs> you just look at it and you're like, that is not a photograph someone would take. That is a still frame. Um, so should we just taken it like a
1: like a a shot from another show <laughs> yeah exactly River song
0: yeah um, well yeah a yeah, song hilarious. or like was she on er like
1: yeah she she was some on other ER. show yeah. you know
0: yeah um i enjoy <laughs> uh when thea is talking to quentin later and he's she's like you're like a father to me and like and she makes a comment about like you know you never gave up on your or like something about your other daughter and i'm like you mean sarah <laughs> I thought it was bizarre that she cast herself as the other daughter in opposition to Laurel when in fact he has another daughter
1: who's still alive. This is why why Quentin wants to drink by the way. (laughs) Uh, A lot of bad decisions slash
0: bad plans in this episode including I'm not sure what the point of Oliver is like. I'm not really sure where Oliver was going with his like trap plan. It did not seem well thought out. No, like no, even with the charges, no. No. like he's. I, 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 yeah, if you're going to just... blow
1: the thing up, blow all of it up.
0: Yeah, and like, <sighs> are you going to murder
1: them, or are you just using it as a distraction? Well, like, what, do, what is your what... plan? <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. He understood. He fully understood. He was introduced basically on a name. Like all of the thugs gave him their business card before <laughs> he jumped out of there. Right, and he knew exactly what he was going to go face, and his plan. And he said, "Look." Uh, Bert and Ellie, if you come up and do exactly what I tell you, we're going to win. And his plan was a pitched battle in a warehouse <laughs> that he lost handily. It right. doesn't make any sense.
2: No, it was not. He had no he had not real good chance of winning that I mean, in the first, first place. His first
0: plan, where they like sneak up on Caden James, like, that actually seemed like it was going well there. Like They, they actually caught yes. him unaware for the first time. But it was also a bad plan. And, and Dinah does the same thing later, which is they're like, hey, We've got a beat on him. We know where he is. He doesn't ha he doesn't know we've got this. And they like they go to exploit it immediately rather than being patient and playing it out, which I think is probably the smarter plan because they don't know like who's there, how many people, like what are the resources. Like Dinah does the same thing when she goes and confronts <coughs> vigilante immediately, which is to say, blows any advantage they have. Right. Although even at that point, that's one of the reviews I was reading pointed out that and this is very, you know, makes sense. Like, Caden James berates Vigilante later for being like, oh, now they know about like that you're working with us. It's like, well, we actually already knew that, obviously, because Vigilante was there when Oliver saw him the first time. (laughs) So that connection was already blown at that point. So it seems a little weird to berate him later. For like now, Dinah knows mm-hmm. about this. Like, well, yeah, you revealed
1: that. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. not on. That's not on him. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of. Here's the thing: there's a lot of uh, pieces being moved around intentionally, obviously, in this season. Uh, but when you have these kind of interconnecting stories, and who knows, it's it's very hard to know who knows what about whom at what time. Right. And so these reveals or these. Uh, uh, the way you write the dialogue to be like, oh wait, that, you know, that might have triggered something. It, as a viewer, we don't know. Who knows what? Really, it's it's very hard to keep track of, especially after what five weeks of vacation. <laughs> yeah, it's a like, lot of
0: double. In fact, I, I had forgotten. I, I ran back a couple times. The scene after Vigilante like knocks out Dinah and is like he's like broken mm. his thumb or whatever to get out of the cuffs and like the blood gets, like, reabsorbed into his hand. I was like, what the hell's up with his hand? And I, like, just remembered just as we were talking fade, about this. Like, he
1: heals. The, yeah, yeah right, I forgot
0: that make, he yeah. heals. Like, that's the whole it's, thing. It's the
1: chief version of doing a healing effect.
0: Yeah, I, but I had forgotten yeah. that he had superpowers because it's been that long since it was brought
1: up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, isn't he just a well, dude uh, in to, a mask? To be fair, they, they give that, uh, well, they give him that, uh, like, his face is all messed up from getting right, shot. Right, right, exactly. Shot. So, at least there's a visual reminder that uh,
0: But it didn't, taken, I literally didn't not remember until this moment when I was about
1: to ask you guys, and then I thought to myself, "Oh yeah, that was a thing." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I, it's uh, very unclear how he can manage to defeat Oliver in hand-to-hand beat him up.s And that hole that he ends up having Oliver in, where he's got one arm pinned, <laughs> does not seem like the kind of thing that would keep Oliver down for long. I also wasn't clear on but, how Oliver then triggered
2: the charges yeah.
0: when it just seemed like hand hand it went hand.
1: off like maybe yeah. it was timed
2: <laughs> that was a weird
0: time yeah. to choose
1: to do yeah that. right I, yeah can i also just suggest something <laughs> why the big flashing green led light <laughs> yeah. in your glove like what is what's the purpose it's on, it's of on brand it's to let the audience know Yeah. plot plot uh, yeah. armor yeah exactly <laughs> anyway i mean whatever it read well um so that is a good I, fight scene, by the way. And uh, to yes, uh,
2: yeah. that's
0: the director is James
2: Bamford. Although a lot of a lot of those guys don't seem to have peripheral vision.
0: Yeah, because like Oliver's like slowly working. He his way just
1: goes down the <laughs> row of them, like one after the other. So I was kind of okay for that. With that for like the first few seconds, where he's like, like he shows up on the yeah. flank and he rolls up the flank while they're engaged fighting in front of them. But I mean, then he goes through like six. That guys. only lasts so long. Like the element no. of surprise only gets you through a few guys, and then right all of them just take turns shooting him forward and then turning around and trying to shoot him and getting And he's up just and like, standing there, you know, like there's nothing like separating them. No, Sometimes like, no got like
2: and, and was, they're shooting yeah. at these guys who are like behind cement blocks. Sometimes yeah. he has like one of the
0: other like he grabs the guy that yes. uses the a shield
2: whatever, yes, but like again but yeah.
0: chaining that six times together seems like maybe don't let yourself get grabbed.
1: Yeah, but, and I know they're overdone, but a tight corridor scene can be made to make sense because you can't just open up and start shooting people like they're all like you're mostly your your compatriots are filling the hallway right so the blocking works a bit better this in this situation it was like
0: what the hell is going on this this felt like guys we didn't want to do another corridor fight but we wanted to use the same idea so they had like a minor trench run yeah but it
1: felt like turn-based combat honestly exactly but credit
0: to uh so this is james banford is the director who is the stunt coordinator and he's directed mm-hmm. a bunch of the ones. And there's usually some stunt set piece, like fight set piece yes. mm-hmm. in, in his episode. So it was, I mean, it looked cool. Uh, it doesn't, yeah. the practicality of it is a little bit,
1: you know, questionable. Yeah, right. No, it looked yes. cool. fine. Yeah. It looked yeah. Cool. And I, I, he, I believe he gave us the uh, the limo fight scene. In this yes, season.
0: I think that's right. Yeah. I would okay. think so. so I think that had to yeah. be him.
1: So whatever. He's still yeah. getting bought a couple of beers. Yeah. Yeah. And the limo fight scene is terrific. It's just great. Yeah.
0: Um, so the big meat of this episode is really the, the, you know, ongoing rift between original <laughs> team arrow and team doesn't have a name and I'm sure it doesn't have a leader and that probably won't be an issue some point down the road. <laughs>
1: I'm just going to call them the outsiders because it's a total Batman buff.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, there you go.
1: Uh, I like you know, it's one of those things where.
0: I kind of get both sides of it, like, I, and I like that they have a
1: a discussion yeah, a stretch. between all it's of them. Stretch.
2: I think it's yeah. I don't. I mean,
1: <laughs> I do. So I understand the setup. It hasn't been sold to me. Okay. No, I don't. I don't. I don't, f- I, don't, don't feel buy, I don't buy any of it. Particularly, you don't buy any but- of it not not
2: much. I I mean I, I understand it. Obviously I understand what's been presented to me, but I just think it's a, a, a whole bunch of crap frankly. Yeah. Here's the thing. We
1: so the three of us are, you know, pretty good friends. But we haven't been in like many life or death situations except that one time <laughs> that we had to you know we had that little kerfuffle down on in, in Istanbul. But sure. besides that. Well oh, right. every every time we go to Nanda Parbat, we're really putting right. taking our life in yeah. our hands. Right. Yeah. Well you know what? You know what? Why I am a diehard John Moltz defender and I will be to the day I die, is he actually got on a plane and parachuted into Nanda Parbat <laughs> to bust us out of there. That was bad. It that was bad. bad news, and he was right there for us. But anyway, long story short, uh you know, I, I yeah. don't understand how these people can't forgive each other, given what they do for a living, well, right. for, for on the recreational time, and how they've treated everybody else. I, I don't understand how they can't get over it. Uh, like, I feel that, like, even in, well, obviously I'm not going to spine you guys, but <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> to the degree to which we may overstep each other's uh, trust levels, I think this is very minor compared to the... The, the trust endemic and getting in a yeah. fight with somebody with a guy with a bunch of guns and trusting them it to save you life. It's like, also
2: it's the, a, the, the, I think one of the other problems with it is that the trust thing is such an overused element in this entire show. Yeah. They've got to that, move on that. They just like, you know, everybody seems to have like, Oh my God, you didn't tell me about your son. I can't trust. You. I mean, like, you know, it's just every single thing. Oliver keeps lying to people and just like, Just stop. I mean, we've we've. I feel like we've seen stuff like this before, and it's just it's getting kind of old. But I don't think.
0: mean I I think they did a nice job of not having Oliver. I I don't feel that he necessarily lied to anyone, and and I think uh, you might. What I do, what I do buy, and and I agree with you that it's some of us. Some of it's like a stretch, but I kind of buy Renee, and I I think that's why they picked him because of all the people on the team, he has always been the one that's had the hardest time fitting in. And he's always been the most hot-headed and
1: the most resistant. So I kind of buy the idea of him. I, I 100% buy Renee. I buy his his motivation. Uh, and I can find it honorable in its own way. I buy that Oliver can be angry at him and then forgive him, which is kind of what we saw. Although I never thought he was super angry at him so much because he's been... Uh, it's sort of been above it all this this season. Um I don't understand a lot of the other motivations, but I'm okay with it.
0: I think some of it is force. Like there's like a feedback loop almost going on with them because they're all like pissed Maybe. off about their own thing and it all kind of feeds into each other. Like they set up Curtis being pissed off at Felicity about like some of the company stuff, which I agree is a little thin. But like it's again. Very thin. If you have these like feedback loops and the other people that you are like your peers are being like, hey I'm pissed off about this thing. It's like, oh man, yeah, I'm pissed off about this thing. And it's like, I can see a little bit of a feedback loop for in there. And and it it sells me a little better, I think than you guys, but I understand, I understand why you feel like it's thin and, and I don't entirely disagree.
1: Why? So I, I agree with you that there is a feedback loop, but I think the problem is that they picked the right character in Renee, uh, you know, because he had a lot on the line. He was always a little bit of an outsider. Um, but he's never the kind of character that would egg other people on and and rally them to his cause of being pissed off at Ollie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And so that makes it a little bit difficult to sort of get on board that like these people have come over to him because he de- he doesn't go away and like uh, try to badmouth Ollie and the team when they go have a burger in the nice sunshine park. You know, he's just still his own. Like, well, I, yeah, this is what I did. I had to do it. So. Right, it's like the lack of an egging on, the lack of a uh, two polar opposites sort of attracting groups together didn't uh, t- hasn't really seemed to gel. Mostly because I think ultimately the characters of Ollie and Renee are both pretty honorable, and they're not interested in manipulating the other people right to to right. sort of join their side. And I, what I particularly liked about Ollie and and is to me, a little bit of a saving grace, is that he does, in fact, seem a bit above it. Like, when uh, uh, Curtis walks in and Ollie says, like, yeah, no hard feelings, I kind of believe it. I. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I believe that
0: part. Yeah. And, and Curtis like, helps out with the, you know, with John, and, and Oliver seems to very genuinely thank him for doing that, right? Like, there yeah, is, yeah.
1: It, it is a weirdly, like, they're civil, if even if not friendly, I think he's, I think he His. I mean, we've, he's got to get over this thing. But like the trust thing is actually what's driving him. And But he's not, thankfully, being a childish jerk about it as he would be in season three. Or oh God. <laughs> You know what, previously we've seen him just be all invested in it with his ego and like his, his head getting all messed up. But now it, it seems that he's just more like, okay, you guys go do your thing. Well, but, I you. mean, he
0: does. I mean, he, I think he makes a strong play in that, in that last scene with all of them in it to have them yeah. come back, you know? And I, cause he, he cops to feeling like, you know what? That was a, that was a mistake. Uh, I shouldn't have done that. Like, I, I felt like I had to do it for these reasons and I got angry and like I lost my cool, but that was on, un- that was not what I should have done. And like, so, you know, frankly, at that point, I feel like the balls in, you know, Renee and the rest of their court, and they're the ones who decide they're not, you know, playing. They're not going to come back. So I, I don't have a problem with the way that Ollie handles it here. I feel like he has an initial, like knee jerk reaction, and then he takes some time to think about it. And he like, he's like, "Yep, yeah, that w- I screwed up a little bit, but like, we want to have you back because we need <laughs> to take this on."
1: It's kind of funny. It's the slow mo, more mature version of like step one. Ollie is a dick. <laughs> Step two, Ollie just apologizes to everybody in a sincere way. This would have taken like three episodes in season two, right? But instead, Yeah, exactly. Now he's kind of, yeah. yeah, he's getting better at it. John, did, what are you, sorry, I feel like we sort of babbled over you a bit. Like No, no. Because you no, said, just, well, when, when we talked about this episode, you said you had, you know, opinions.
2: Yeah, I just, I mean, like, I, I mean, and I feel like it, my problem is more with the setup that happened before. Four, because I feel like some mm-hmm. of the play, I mean, I think I think he he still continues. Like I'm I'm frustrated through half of this episode because he's still, uh, you know, like I said, he's on his bullshit. He's just he's still like, no, we can handle this on your own. He's like coming I mean, clearly. The audience knows he's not going to be able to handle this on his own because there's too many. I mean, you know, we have seen there's too many of these bad guys, and I think they've seen that there's too many of these bad guys too. It's just you know, you know, you're, you're, you're told by the show that it's not going to work. And he's still thinking that somehow it's going to work when he shouldn't know it's going to work either. And so I, I was frustrated by that at the beginning. And then I think he finally, he does, at least he finally recognizes that that's not going to work. And I'm, and I'm not, I, you know, I'm okay with, with with them deciding like to go off on their own. I think that's a you know that's an adult decision that you can you can have. I just I don't like the way we got there, so I don't. I mean, like most of most of my my stuff is baggage from like the the setup. I don't I, you know, I mean, all in all, I I think I kind of like this episode. Not to jump ahead.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So wait, one one key thing about uh, a bit of the setup is when he goes to confront. Everybody and their pet dog, and the people who've been walking the pet dogs as they <laughs> congregated at Bad Guy Club. Um, he's totally got the drop on them, and the first shot he takes is to take down some random henchman in the arm. Where's season one, Ollie, to just shoot <laughs> the bad guy right in the face <laughs> and like it just end the season? Yeah. Wait, Although he- I do, I do love that he takes down Black Canary, like mm-hmm. with uh, that. That was smart, like,
0: Blake, man, yeah. he, he takes on the T spheres too, which is pretty good. He's uh, he's yeah. well, they're tennis balls, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I kind <laughs> of wanted them to just take all three of them out with one shot. But, you know. Did the, uh, uh, just remind me, we're on no killing still, though, right? I f- think so, right? It's, it's an yeah. odd number season, so no killing. Or <laughs> I guess so.
1: I yeah, I guess I think so. that's the idea. Although when he was charging in there, uh he beat some guy up, and then and then shoots as the an guy. Was, he shoots him, him <laughs> right in him while he's on yeah. the floor, and it sure so- looks like he died. <laughs> No. It, the guy got hurt a lot, at least. Yeah, I right. mean, He got hurt, yeah. He, like,
0: convulses when he shoots an arrow in him when he's already on the floor. I'm like, that is... <laughs> it's because it's a,
2: that's a tranquilizer. Oh, there you go. Okay, well. thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. yeah, okay, so why don't you shoot one of those into uh, everybody's face? Well, A, everybody, but if you got one shot from the rafters and nobody knows you there, why don't yeah. you take out Brainiac with the, the the four eyes there? What's his name? Wrong uh, shot. Caden, James. Caden James. Thank you. The um, I did, I did
0: appreciate, in the flip side, that, like, Uh, laurel evil laurel has her moment of like i'm tired of nobody killing this guy like when they have the chance (laughs) i do i do like that 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 makes sense
2: yeah although i feel like i feel like like, the thing that the thing that's we're heading toward is is basically well there's two things that we're heading toward and we'll i mean maybe we won't we won't get these but like neither team is going to have success on their own and they're going to have to join back together uh late in the season and then the other thing that's going to flip it over is laurel switching sides yeah.
0: Right. And possibly vigilante too. I don't know. But that there's an open question, I think, with him and Dinah and just how serious like 'cause they these are two people who had a relationship in the past, and like it's I, I that guy is is doing it better. They're giving him more stuff to work with, and they're giving yeah. Dinah more stuff to work with. And I, I'm enjoying the dynamic between those two because yeah. there is a question of like where where are this guy's loyalties? Like, is it really to Caden James or is it to his old partner? And I don't know. At this point, we don't know enough about him to say one way or the other. Even though he's insisting, like, I'm good. I, I'll do whatever it takes, or whatever he says at the end of there of the show this year, the season. Yeah. yeah, today. Well,
1: I, I am, I am as certain uh, as I am about Diggle that Dinah will not flip. Not, not that she will be loyal to Ollie, obviously, but she's not going over to the bad guys. That's
0: no, been... no, no, no. But I think vigilante no. might,
1: might. Turn oh yeah, that's the... what I mean. Yeah, so like, yeah. given that friction, well, uh, I think he's a lot more persuadable than she is.
0: Right. I mean, and and it's interesting too, right? Because like we've been told, and they and they they hang a light on it a couple times in this episode. The idea that vigilante, you know, he goes after criminals, he does have some sort of, you know honor or whatever you want to call it. Like, it seems like his, his goal has been to stop bad guys. And now I'm sure there is some conflict there with the fact that he has allied himself with people. Even if he feels like I'm still fighting a vigilante who is a criminal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't so there's, make there's, a lot of sense. No, it doesn't no, make it t- 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 it it a ton of sense. We haven't figured out what his but. motivation is and we don't know what right. King James's motivation we,
2: is. Exactly. I think,
1: and I think maybe it has something to do with that, but yeah, we'll I, I really want to know what that is. Also, um, uh, Dan, what is, Capuchin, mean again? Capuchin? Like the monk? No, I. Uh, oh, uh, Capuchin, Anatoly. the hood. Capu- the hood, okay, yeah. okay. Anatoly, little underused. Yes. Yeah, agreed. Man, wasted, he is wasted so amazing, and him just yeah. being in the background and being like, "Hi, I'm Random Thug." Is uh, yes, it's doing a disservice to the actor. It's doing a disservice to the character. I I, I wanted more from yeah. the reveal when he shows up.
0: I wanted Oliver to feel more like I wanted more between those two. Right, like even though we've had an interaction between the two of them earlier this season, where it's become clear like we're not friends anymore. Like that's a far cry from we're not friends to I've allied myself with this person who is, yeah. you know, trying to damage your city. Like, I wanted to see a little more, like, either shock from Oliver or, you know, personal interaction. They have a history.
1: Yeah, although they still can't shoot each other. But, sure. I mean, so maybe their friendship's at a pretty low bar. But, uh, yeah, it. he is so dynamic. I I honestly think, what dynamic, he's such an interesting character that I think that he could be an interesting uh villain for an entire season sure yeah in a, in yeah. a weird way not not like in a not a slade wilson way but just in some like conflicted goals kind of way where they feel that they're on the same time same sort of side but things are
2: yeah, I mean the kind of thing where he's got to he's got to do something he doesn't. I mean, it, and maybe it's yeah. not something he wants to do, or he wishes Oliver would just like ignore it and let it go. But well, we've yeah, seen that kind of, a of times. and you know, yeah. and every time they run into each other, they're like they're still friends, but he's got to take him down. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I and mean, that's, that's kind it, of it, like, like like that scene in Heat, which I'm, I'm, I'm hot and cold on Heat, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. But uh, <laughs> that, you know, the Pacino, uh, Pacino De Niro scene in, in the diner and heat, like that kind of like, look, we're at odds, but we have a. Uh, mutual respect uh, like that that kind of tension could yeah. be played out in in a season it's, interestingly it, and i feel that they've just added him as like well we like this guy and let's give him a paycheck well, you know it's which is fine it, definitely pay that guy but uh it's I don't interesting know what th-
0: that you say that yeah. because i think what what i just started thinking about when you mentioned that is we've kind of got that dynamic with almost everybody except for Caden james because we have that with laurel and quentin we have it huh. with vince and dinah and yeah. we have it with Anatoly and Oliver. So I wonder if they're setting up sort of a dynamic with all of these characters being like, I'm going up against people who are my adversary, but I don't necessarily want to hurt them or kill them, right? Because mm-hmm. I do feel like there is a relationship, there is history there.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, It makes it
0: much more complex than if it's just like, Kate and James is kind of... I love Michael Emerson. I think he's a good actor. I think he's okay yeah. in this role. I've, I've been reading one of the reviews that like kind of waxes on about it. I'm like, I think he's been fine, but I don't. I don't know. He's a cipher to me still. I don't know yeah, what his no, point is. I don't know what. There's nothing his motivation there. And I, yeah. yeah I agree.
1: If you're reading anything into Kid and James, is it because you've seen a person of interest and you or like lost. <laughs> en- or lost, yeah. or lost and you like Michael Emerson, and right. and you should. He's a great actor. Yeah, but I don't think it's earned in this season of this show, per se. But because of the character.
0: Yeah, Because of the character and, like, his
1: lines, and, like, I don't understand the motivation. Right. I mean, you show me Michael Emerson, I'm like, okay, I'm sure there's something deep and interesting happening here, but... Right, even... even, Earned earned on screen and through script, uh, I have a hard time supporting that.
0: Even when we got, like, so, for example, you know, you put him up against, like, Neil McDonough, and it's like... Neil McDonough, also a great actor... But even when we didn't know exactly what Damian Dark wanted, like his presence on the screen was so good that yeah, yeah. he kind of d- I didn't care as much. Whereas yeah. Michael Masterin yeah. is very good, but I still don't know he doesn't have that same quite as like hammy ma- huge
1: like presence right. on screen. Right. Well there's a difference in the characters too, right? Sure. Um, absolutely yes. Uh did, did Damian Dark uh, had a um an element of whimsy to him. Yes. Where he would ham it up or he would kill somebody who would be extravagant. He would be a showman about it. Um, but Michael Evanson's character, uh, uh, King James, um, has a, he's meant to be meticulous and calculating. And that robs him a little bit of the ability to steal scenes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, and, and yeah yeah I mean we've had you know what i mean like you you can't be larger than life while being like the bare minimum right, right. done to to uh, you know to achieve the goal
0: well, he talks about like how <laughs> he was always all into precision in this episode, right like he doesn't right. wanna just like make
1: big you know yeah, chaotic. and he says that right before he says that right before Ollie shoots random thug instead of yeah. him right in the face, <laughs> it's like yeah, and he's toying with that gizmo that we saw last episode, right. Yeah. Why didn't Ollie shoot the gizmo? Oh, any any.
0: Why didn't he shoot any number of other things?
1: Anyway, right. it's just Ollie. Okay, look, I I appreciate Ollie's not the smartest guy. That's fine. <laughs> the gizmo that last week was really important. Maybe this week you might want to shoot. That's all. You know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. I also, I also teach him how to do the salmon ladder and uh, <laughs> yeah. shoot an arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Tell him how to shoot an arrow into the it Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. I told him the secret menu at uh, Big Belly Burger.
0: <laughs> I want to everything uh, uh, about that guy comes from me. Yeah. Recurring uh recurring question segment time is for me, uh where do people get their money? Which is to say, how does Curtis outfit an entire lair? Without anybody else
1: knowing, yeah, is he's he embezzled also, it from his. From he's his, embezzled it from his two point <laughs> four million dollars that he's got with that. Uh, Did they spend all of that on John's chip? None of it makes sense. It's it's fine. <laughs> no, none of it makes the, make uh, sense. Yeah, this is the
0: financial Z team. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> which has been which is the only financial team that they have. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm not going to pretend I know a lot about finances.
1: (laughs) Hey, guys, remember when we debated um, Ray Palmer giving Felicity the stake of his company? His company, yeah. And we spent like a good 10 minutes on that? (laughs) I feel like that was the most effective 10 minutes we've spent in our lives. I think we really sort of nailed that one. (laughs) Uh, Oh, wait, we saw the old apartment again. Who, for God knows how, that's still getting rented? But uh, apparently, they've still got the set somewhere. For which one? Uh, the old apartment uh, where they have the showdown with uh, the uh, well, the you know, the X team and the new team. We've seen in. that.
0: That's the that's the one. Uh, the Felicity, that's the one Felicity kept. That now that they're married, I guess he gets to live in again.
1: Have we seen that in this season? That's a oh, good yeah. question. Wait, hold on. No, but that's yes. not the apartment where where William. It's not was. the season that William was living in, because that one had a big uh, yeah, well, sliding true. door. Yeah, no, it's, the it's the loft. It's the loft. It is the loft. But who lives
2: there yeah. now? Felicity lives there. No,
1: she. They're married.
2: <laughs> I assume well, they live okay, together. but she well, she lived yeah. there. She lived there. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know.
1: No, they're still, they're, still, they're was... still
2: the least. They can't get out of. The, they have a. They <laughs> yeah, have. Right. A, they got a couple months left. Maybe Thea moved back in there, right? That was her place yeah, at right. point. <laughs> yeah, right it's just like.
0: <laughs> All right, we should we should talk a little bit about Thea this week because I think this is we. You know, John, you made a point about her making a quick return. So she is—is is she Quentin's chief of staff or Ollie's chief of staff? Because she was previously oh, Ollie's chief of staff, and then Quentin hires her back. And it yeah, because otherwise, what's
2: me. Quentin? Well, Quentin's the Quentin's the assistant mayor, right? Or the like deputy the mayor. lieutenant lieutenant deputy mayor. mayor, deputy mayor, yeah. <laughs> lieutenant mayor, sir, detective mayor. <laughs> I would watch that. Um, I would watch that. Yeah, so she's yeah, so she's the still the, she's the chief of staff.
0: And wasn't didn't she like resign because of like misconduct essentially?
2: <laughs> so wait, who knows oh, anymore? <laughs> what difference does it make? I don't like that. I don't worry about accountability, like accountability, job. Yeah, I know like like that was but that was months that was like last season. If I can't have political accountability in real life, I I want it in my TV shows. If you expect me to carry over stuff like that from season to season, then
1: (laughs) you invited the wrong guy on the podcast. That was also before the dark times came. (laughs) (laughs) Things Mm -hmm. like that mattered. So not not so much. Exactly,
0: yeah. What interests me more about this is that he she apologizes at some point to Oliver where she's like, I'm not like I'm not in it to suit up again and he has a very sweet yeah. moment where he's like you'll still be my speedy even if you're like, yeah. not but like part of me is like where
1: where are we going with thea like where are we going roy's gonna come back yeah and then they're gonna they're off into right right the sunset off? together okay I, that's yes. why i keep thinking yeah, I think but I, I feel like you gotta yeah. let
0: her suit up at least one more time before that happens
1: yeah maybe i i, I honestly i don't think uh, the actress uh, uh willa holland wants to really
0: you don't think so I I would always no. Think I think doing I think is doing fun.
1: combat scenes is a lot of training, and uh, <laughs> I I think you know that's not for everybody. That's fair. It and, and just seems more. What, she's got like I don't know how many episodes in the season. Maybe she just doesn't want to do it. That's fine. I don't yeah. see that. Like the character has been kind of strung along it, in a lot really. of weird ways. You know, yeah. that's that's kind of my question. Is I feel like
0: that's exactly where we're at with this character who yeah I like, but. There's no there's not been a lot of forward motion for this character, right? Like they've right. been kind of she's been stuck exactly. in her wheels
1: for a long time. Right. Uh, exactly. So, they killed her, they brought her back like forget it. Ride her off into the sunset with yeah, give her the a, give guy her a that, that, that we guns. all it's know just, like, that she deserves to love from the season we just watched in the summer and uh, season 2 too as well. And that's fine. Yeah, I, I'm like, totally okay with that. She can I'm, come back, they can come back. It's, you know, just give them a happy ending i think it's well earned and it's no knock on the characters who are like uh, it's just oh no, yeah yeah it's just the show's moved in a lot of different ways and
2: well they don't fit in this machine they, you, exactly you can't sustain all these characters right. at the same time
0: and and but. to have her pulled out of the main plot of the show is tough right because if you have all your characters like we're all fighting these
1: bad guys and it's like i'm giving pep talks at the office right like it's that's tough because you well, it worked in season one where she was the outsider trying to learn the secret that everybody sure. was kept from, and she was so close to, to Ollie. But it doesn't... It,
0: I feel like it's harder to work now when she's aware of everything and she's still sort of sidelined.
1: Well, yeah, that's exactly what happened in season three when she suddenly became Rachel girly girl and, like, <laughs> didn't make sense. <laughs> so, I don't know. It, it's to me it is uh
0: it's it's they've i think you were right in just like the stringing out of it like i think it's it's i find it unfortunate that they seem to have to find things for her to do when it's like i like this character i wish she was more yeah. integrated into the main story as opposed to being sidelined into like these mm-hmm. plots where it's just like make quentin feel better like Quentin <laughs> well, too. one like, thing i want i want but- quentin to like have more stuff going on
1: well, we know what we want Quentin to
0: do. I know, and I'm still I'm rooting for that because like moping over Laurel has been. You're like, rooting for fine. that.
1: We're, I'm go- I'm gonna go find the episode where I first suggested that, and you made fun of me mercilessly. <laughs> it didn't make sense <laughs> as much then, but they've like it no, makes, it didn't. But it guess what? Like, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Five I, five I, six I,
0: years I, in, like you've given this character a lot to do, and it's like, all right, either you've got to find some more development for this character, or you got to let him go. Well. Yeah. do I spend, I
1: spend a lot of time on Arrakis uh, doing like spice stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I'm crossing the streams here, man. Is it's she, she going to be in that movie? It's, it's that, a Dune <laughs> thing. I know. I don't know. I hope so. That would be cool. But um, I do think that Quentin serves a role as uh, he's he's a bedrock. He's he's wisdom. Whether or not you give him a plot, you can turn to him for a Yoda moment. Sure. And doesn't necessarily, you don't need to move him forward as much as you do Thea, I don't believe. I he agree. Can just, he can be sort of there. Well, he's as older, a, as, as, you know. He's older, he's there more of a constant, uh, and yeah. being older, he changes less, like, you don't need as much dynamicism in his life. That's fair. Yeah. I, That's I fair. think you can keep him, and he's an amazing actor, and I think you can keep him, and he pairs so well with so many other actors that it's worth keeping the character around even if you don't know what you're going to do with it.
0: Sure. And I I, Uh, appreciated even in the last episode where he was sort of the go-between for like, at first you know, he was like the one saying like, oh, you know, we've got a leak on the team. And even if you had him like kidnapped there and like having to connect with Black Siren, like that was fine. I had no problems with any of that. Um, And I, I agree with you. I think there's less that he needs. It feels less awkward when he's like a character who kind of dips in and out and ha- is like more related on right. the civilian side of things, mm-hmm. uh, but it's tough. As John pointed out, there's so many characters. It's hard to service all of them. Right. Yeah. Um, well, all right, I'm going to say, let's do our, let's do our ritual. And then maybe, I don't know about you guys. Have you guys watched black lightning?
2: Oh Yeah.
1: I have not yet. Okay, but, I was going to uh, say we I do. Could take right. a couple minutes to talk so about we, that before we let, wrap up. Let's do it. Let's, it. do it. let's do it because I want to hear about it. All right, but let's do our ritual first.
0: Uh, yeah. How are we? How are we regarding this episode?
2: Uh, I, I give it a. I give it a biff. Not a, not a high biff, but I give it
1: enough of a biff for, for biff. <laughs> so, guy, when I saw it, I um, it had been five weeks off. Coming back to it, uh, to be perfectly honest, I wasn't super enthusiastic about it. I, I watched it again just a little bit before we recorded. I wasn't very excited about it, but, uh, you know, having spoken to you guys about it, I feel more confident about it now, and I'm going to give it a, a, a matching <laughs> just over the bar Biff. Barely Biff. Yeah, I was going to say, there's clear, like, like, the
0: Biff bar. You yeah, know when, like when
1: you know when Ollie is uh, whipping Biff, and and he's beating him, and this he's, he's down on his he's down on his knees. No, it's not a euphemism. I, I this know, is the know, this whipping, is what poor Biff had to endure like when Biff is <laughs> when Biff is a broken man getting Uncalled lashed treatment. and he's on his knees, Uncalled for treatment. I, I think that this episode jumps over a broken and beaten Biff
0: does it make it to the level of biff ghost or no
1: no no Biff ghost is like that's like dr manhattan level (laughs) come on yeah
0: i will i will concur with you guys that it just clears the biff bar
2: but it's 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 so
0: it's a bit rough it's a bit rough
2: yeah yeah so we'll see how they but but uh, like i like i said i think my big my big complaints stem from the previous episode so yeah you know to a certain degree it's still cleaning up the right right there's a mess left from the last episode
0: it's the i think there's the unfortunateness of this is that it's got the same kind of sour aftertaste that i think as you alluded to john the um the william reveal in season four where it's like the drama you want to play out of this is fine but the means you use to get there right contrived,
1: right. right yeah so. Too too many springs, gears, and cogs and not enough TikTok going on in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Little little bit too exposed, yeah. you know?
2: I mean I think they could have built up to the point where it just like like just have a series of disagreements because it didn't seem like anything was a big problem until that one right. thing. Yeah, yeah. Drop and then some just like crumbs. why not why not have a series of disagreements leading up in like the last like five episodes or something like that and then do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it would have made
0: more sense at the end of I feel like at the end of last season. It, as, and, and like they, and also the other. I mean, the struggles. other
2: thing I would say is also just like just have it be like you know, like less acrimonious at the you know just more like you know what we love you but we can't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah. And yeah we gotta I, go. I, I like we gotta go do that. our own. We're gonna go. We talked about it, and we're gonna go do our own thing because the three of us yeah. trust each other, and it's just like yeah. you're not listening to us, and you, we don't trust you now because of that thing and whatever.
0: I felt like yeah. that's what they were shooting for, but I agree that the execution. Yeah, the marks it like. was ham
1: fisted. Well, I mean that in in a way that uh, that echoes our common refrain, right? Which is like, uh, please just act like grown ups, right? Yeah, which right. is how you know the, the breakup either the magic one or or this kind of team thing uh, should work if you're going to sell it as something compelling. And they're like, look, you know what? We don't trust each other. I don't. I'm not mad at you, but we need to actually. Or yeah. In ways, I, I think you can sell it. Uh, probably better than this whole acrimony thing. Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. All right. Well, we will. Uh... We'll
0: get back to that in a second, but let's take a couple minutes, and I think we'll we'll just eschew any spoilers since Guy hasn't seen it, and I'm sure not everybody who listens has seen it. But I don't we'll. think
1: everybody has. I don't personally. I don't mind being spoiled. I am eager to watch it. I just haven't. <laughs> I don't think there's to a need to spoil. But I, I would like no, to talk about yeah, the, not gonna, the I'm generalities not
0: spoil of it. I think are really interesting. Um, and I, for me, I don't know about you, John, but like I, I actually give this a strong thumbs up, and I think a big part of it is yeah. that it feels. It feels both like a CW superhero show and also kind of unlike any of the CW-like superhero shows, which I think is a big point in its favor. Like, it is a show that feels very steeped in its own particular world. It is not connected. It's not too much of a spoiler to say it does not exist. From what we can know, it's been said not to exist in the same universe as the rest of the CW shows. There, are, there is a mention at one point of there being other superheroes. Yeah. So, like, take that as you will. But, like... Can we, can, can we back out and give the high-level description? Sure. Yeah. So, like, essentially, the premise of the show is that we have our main character, who's a guy named Jefferson Pierce, who was previously a superhero known as Black Lightning. He has actual superpowers that seem to allow him to control electricity and possibly um, with some other side effects. Uh, he has retired because he just, like, he basically was going up against, we're told he sort of went up against Crime Boss. Seems like he took, like, some pretty heavy, like, hits, and he decided to retire from that life because he felt like it wasn't really having the effect that he wanted. And he's also, in his day job, he is a principal at a high school, and he feels like that's a better use of his time. And so the the pilot is kind of, obviously, a little bit about how he gets dragged back into this life. It deals with a lot of setup yeah. with his family. and. You know, not surprising. I mean, obviously, the most salient point probably is he is African American, and a lot of this show really <laughs> deals with the yes. the modern, you know, the current political climate and problems with uh, right. like between police um, uh, and African American people, between like with gang violence. Like, it's I-, I thought it did not shy away from any of that, and that was good. Like, because it was and it made a really interesting spin on it, and it's a story we have not really seen as much,
2: right? And we
1: should, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, absolutely, yeah. I so a couple of people asked us our opinion on this. I still haven't meant to watch it just because, uh, time and it actually comes out in Canada a week later than the the states because I don't know, uh, but I really do want to watch it. Uh, I'm a little reticent to want to. Talk about it regularly or pass any kind of judgment because I I I don't feel it qualified. Sure. To, yeah. No. I'm. To, so yeah. To speak to many of the themes. Uh, sure. that I believe that this show uh, addresses. On the other hand, uh, you know, uh, we can it's, judge it as a work of art and like does it's, it achieve? What I mean, I will, it say, I will say, say it's extremely
2: refreshing to see a cast in a superhero show where like basically almost everybody is black.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think there's which only is one great. main character who is not. Yeah. yeah. Um uh, t- so just to give Arrow some credit, we have at least seen yeah, a, a yeah. broadening of people of color in era And at one point when Ollie was out, it was all people of color, at least like they weren't all white dudes in any way. So that was something. But this is something totally different. This is
2: Yeah. Uh, right.
1: It's African American people first and foremost and about uh the situation that African Americans are, are uh uh, experience in, in daily to day life. Right? Yeah, yeah right, right. If I understand it correctly. Yep. You do. Sounds like it. I think you've okay. seen it. Um, I haven't it. seen it. I've read a bunch of reviews, <laughs> which is why I'm not scared to be spoiled, because <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm excited <laughs> I, about it. I will it. say, yeah. from
0: my yeah. part, the um, I thought that the... Uh, uh, Cress Williams, I think, is the, the guy who plays the main character. I thought he, he was excellent. He's extremely yeah. charming. Um, he's like a good, likable character he has some complexity and depth to him as he tries to navigate this and like his relationships playing off both like some of the the criminals as well as some of the people in the authoritative power um a lot of dynamics there really interesting you got a whole family dynamic going on with him that's great i actually i thought both the actresses who played his daughters did great jobs yeah um overall very solid cast uh and again it just it feels i I mean as
2: far as yeah I, mean, I think Arrow had a really good. I I liked the Arrow uh, pilot. Sure. Um, yeah. And I guess the Flash pilot was pretty good too. Actually, I think all of these are fairly good. Um, but well, I th- as far as pilot, as far as a TV show pilot goes, yeah. I think this is a very solid one.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And and I think there's an interesting. There's just enough interesting stuff sort of set up towards the end of it to give you an idea of like this is where this is going. You know, this is both in terms of personal and like superhero dynamics, um, which I think is interesting. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's well worth your time uh, if you are a aficionado of the superhero genre, because uh, it's still a superhero show. Like, let's not shy away from that either. Um, but yeah, there's a, it's it seems to have uh, more of a, a a theme and a message going for it than, uh, or at least a like sort of socially conscious one that I think is interesting and something that we need to to be seeing here. So. That's I, w- I would give the pilot for Black Lightning a biff. Absolutely. There you go. There's our recommendation. We,
2: we, we'll we need a black biff. biff. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: like the most badass thing. We I'll can give it think. a dig. Can I give it a dig? I watch that show. We can I'd give it a dig. I would I
2: also watch. Yeah. also watch yeah, Black me Biff.
1: Me too. Uh, all right. Any last thoughts before we wrap up here? Uh, it's been nice talking to you guys again.
0: Yeah, it's good to be back. We are on for the foreseeable future, I believe. Uh, looks like we got episodes for the next three weeks, at least. Um, so we will be back uh, next week to talk about episode 11, We Fall. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. But until then, John Molz, thanks for being here. Thanks for the gun. You're, you're welcome. Guy English, <laughs> thank you, as always.
1: Divided we fall Ooh. oh dark dark whoa think I got it hold it hang on guys they split it they split it out I think I know where they're going <laughs> uh until
0: next week thanks for reading along everybody we'll see ya